0: epiphany fellowships podcast where our goal
1: is to see people everywhere show off the glory of christ in every area of life we pray that you are blessed and encouraged by today's message
0: and will allow the word of god to dwell in you richly After Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod, wise men from the east arrived in Jerusalem saying, where is he who was born King of the Jews?
2: We saw his star at its rising and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was deeply disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. So he assembled all the chief priests and scribes Of the people and asked them where the Christ would be born in Bethlehem of Judea they told him because that is what was written by the prophet and you Bethlehem in the land of Judah are by no means least among the rulers of Judea because out of you will come a ruler who has shepherded my people Israel
0: Then Herod secretly summoned the wise men and asked them the exact time the star appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go, search carefully for the child.
2: When you find him, report back to me so that I can go and worship him. After hearing the king, they went on their way, and there it was, the star they had seen at its rising it led them until it came and stopped above the place where the child was when they saw the star they were overwhelmed with joy entering the house they saw the child and Mary his mother
0: and falling to their knees they worshipped him then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts gold frankincense and myrrh and being warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they return to their own country by another route.
1: Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. It is an honor and a joy to uh, join you and be with you this morning uh, to celebrate what we um, as a people have set aside to uh, celebrate our risen king. And so I'm glad to be here. Let me also thank my spiritual father, the bishop, Dr. Eric Mason, for the opportunity. I truly love you and your family much and appreciate you for the opportunity uh, to preach God's word to his people. Um, I also want to thank the choir. Did y'all like the choir this morning? Yeah. I had to tell them that this ain't gonna be like a one-time thing. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta join. Y'all, y'all, that's the choir now. Y'all the Piff Choir. Um, So when when we call, please answer. Amen. Um, uh, But you still have opportunities to join the choir as well uh, to lift up the name of Jesus corporately, collectively, together. Um, Thank the the media team for putting together that video. Come on. Yeah, and then I want to give a special shout out to Pastor Guest for the for the beginning and the end, and then somewhere in the middle. But then my godson, Kurt, Kurt, <laughs> Kurt Jr. Yeah, for uh, for lending your help in uh, painting the picture, and hopefully you got that along with your family. I also want to um, take a second. We we did it on uh, social media, but we want to do it. Uh, in person and celebrate God's faithfulness to our leader, uh, 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 Pastor E and Miss Yvette, on celebrating their wedding anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. That is God's faithfulness. Uh, to them. And so we celebrate you guys as well. Well, I talked enough and gave all my thanks. Let me uh, rush to God's word. If you can stand on your feet, stand on your feet, grab your copy of God's word and meet me in Matthew chapter two, uh, verses one through 12, but I'm going, y'all already heard it, but I'm, I'm just going to read one verse for you. And that's verse two, Matthew chapter two, verse two says, Where is he who has been born King of the Jews? For we saw his star at its rising and have come to worship him. One more time. Where is he who has been born King of the Jews? For we saw his star at its rising and have come to worship him. I I, I didn't put this mic thing here uh, by accident. It's on purpose because if I start moving around, I'm going to be way longer than the time we set. So I'm going to stay right here so that I I maximize my time. But if I can, for our time together today, I want to tag this text in our exchange. Wise men still seek Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's let's do it like this. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor, wise men men still still seek seek Jesus." Jesus. Oh, that neighbor didn't get it. I want you to turn to the other neighbor because you need to spread this one. Say, Say, neighbor, are you seeking Jesus? Let us pray. Father, we thank you and we bless you for the opportunity that is ours to hear your word. Thank you for the opportunity to preach your word. Now, Lord, I'm a mere man in need of your help. I cannot do this in and of myself. So now I ask for preaching power. Give me clarity of mind, concision of speech, conviction of heart to tell the truth, the whole truth, because we know the truth sets us free and we want to be free people. So Father, free us today with your word. We pray all these things in the precious name of Jesus Christ and every glad heart said, amen. You may be seated. Wise men still seek Jesus. Pastor Kurt opened up two weeks ago. Talking about how his family has a unwritten rule that Christmas is fully or, or not fully acknowledged until after Thanksgiving. Amen. He then criticized those who don't wait. <laughs> My family was included in that number of the rebuke that we got on that day. Because we had our, our tree and our, our decor out uh, way before we solidified our Thanksgiving plans, um, but but as we were pulling out those decorations, I, I began to dust off things that had been left in that bin, and I came across many items that that excited my heart for the season. One read like this: "True love was born in a stable." The other one read from John chapter 8, verse 12, that I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. These were things that I needed to see to encourage my heart. But even in those encouraging pieces of art, I've I've had this question plague my heart. I still love Jesus. You might not care. You might not ask the question. You might also suppress the thought and the question and say, well, that's none of my business what other people do. But for me, this has been something that I ponder in my heart and in my mind daily. I'm I'm not trying to beat you up this morning. What I'm trying to see is if there's anyone who really loves my Jesus. With this question in mind. As I continue to dust off the things in that bin, I came across this one beautiful piece. It says, wise men still seek him. It was at that moment that the Lord used a decor tucked away for a year to provide hope. And with that burden, my thrust, my my purpose for this morning is to look at the wise men to learn from them. I would encourage you to do some background study of this text because I believe it's very important to understand what is going on in order to really understand the importance of this text. So for a brief moment, I want to just do a real quick crash course because my time is already winding down. But I also want to help you as you sit here with your families. I want to encourage you to start to teach your children how to study the Bible. Don't just give them a devotional and let that be the five minutes of their time with God. Teach them how to study God's word. The time is now to do that. So what I what I did is I went back to the basics to teach you today to help you give you some basic things. And that's what I want to do is I want to go to the basics of the five W's of the text. First W is who. Who is in this text? You see it in verse 1. Jesus, King Herod. You see wise men or other known as magi. You see all of Jerusalem shortly. And then you see uh, religious leaders. But then you got to go to the next W. What? What? What is happening? Well, a child is born. Some of y'all didn't get excited because I said a child. Well, let me go ahead and rush across the field. The Savior is born. (laughs) The king of the world Is here, But I didn't stop at what. I had to say where. Where is this all taking place? Because this knowing where you have to understand that there are other things that have happened in the history of what God is doing to help you understand how important it is that Jesus is born here in Bethlehem. But then you have to ask, well, when, when, when does this happen? Timeline wise. And it's during the reign of King Herod. when I asked when, I was was baffled because if Herod's a king, what's the need for another king? If if, if Herod is reigning and ruling, then why are we saying in the same region of the king's reign that there's another king being born? (laughs) This one doesn't belong to Herod, belongs to somebody higher and holier than Herod. Even though there was a king, there is still a need on earth. I'll let you get that on the way home. (laughs) But after I get from the wind, I have to go to why. Is there, what, what, why is this important? And there's many whys of this text before us this morning. I want to focus our attention today to learn the lessons from the wise men. Verse two goes and, and, and literally lays out the first why. Uh, The first purpose and the first lesson I want to teach you about the wise men. Here it is. Number one, wise men have an agenda. I won't stay on this point long, but notice right out the gate before being asked their motive and their reasoning of being in Jerusalem. They declare we have come to worship him. If that's not an agenda, I don't know what is. For we saw a star and they say thus far it's led us here to Jerusalem. And now that we're here, let it be known and let me state my purpose of being here. It's to worship him. Sometimes I wonder what's our reasoning for living? Are we consumed with the freedom that we don't see the true purpose of our lives? Do we just chant showing off the glory of Christ in every area of life or do we live it? What we will see in a second is someone who only is interested in his own glory. He will manipulate, he will rob, he will steal, he will kill to keep his position of power. Can I introduce you to him? I said his name earlier, but his name is Herod. Herod. Hearing the wise men, the magi declare that they've come to worship him, he is deeply disturbed. But, but here's, here's what's interesting. He ain't big mad by himself. He has enough influence to get all of Jerusalem to be big mad with him. That's, that's some type of power. Let, let, let me let me parenthetically pause here and, and hopefully free some people up in the room. Bad leadership will have you mad at what can free you. But good leadership will point to the one who frees you. You got to keep moving. But here's here's what I want to lift for you today. Be careful of what you get mad at. <laughs> Evaluate what people are saying. Stop going with the flow. Here's, here, here we see that not everyone has the same agenda. The Magi's agenda and Herod's agenda are two different things. Let me, let me make it plain like some Lay's potato chips. Here it is. If it doesn't lead you to Jesus, leave it alone. Here's, here's some practical things. Here, here it is. If TikTok is your university, let it go. If the only thing we get from your Instagram is skin and drinks, let it go. But if the only thing on, that you're watching on your Instagram is skin and drinks, let it go. If Twitter and Facebook only produce arguments that have nothing to do with Jesus, let it go if your Enneagram is is not a, a resource but your source, let it go. You need to let it go because your agenda should be God's agenda. Um, let, let me keep going. For, verse 4 says, so they assembled. They, they assembled. He, Herod heard and is disturbed by this and he says... Let me call those who may have an answer for you. It goes to verse 6, and they say that, he, that it's, it's written uh, by the prophet uh, Micah, who declares that where Jesus would be born. And so for two seconds, I just want to zoom lens on two things. And here's my second point. Wise men have an answer, but wise men also have action. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, w- I thought I'd get more amens for that one, but it's Okay. <laughs> Th- those who studied the scriptures were asked where the child was to be born so that the magi could hear where is the king and 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 watch this the chief priest had an answer they quote that it's it's from it the, the it's the word of god from the mouth of the prophet micah they are equipped to answer the question are you equipped to answer the questions of the faith they they were they were ready But in having an answer, there must be action behind it. (laughs) The scribes in the text had an answer of where Jesus was. And for them, proximity wouldn't have been a problem. It wouldn't have been an issue. But the problem is, they never acted on the knowledge that they had. Why do I say that? It's because they know where Jesus is. But they never took it upon themselves to go see the Savior. You may be saying, "Well, maybe they missed the opportunity," and I would say, "Yes, that's that's true." But I also would say they got another opportunity coming up, and they pass up on that as well. This kind of behavior is what Jesus, Jesus' own brother, says in in James chapter one, verse twenty-two. It says, "Be." Doers of the word and not just hearers only deceiving yourselves, because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like someone who looks at a mirror and then sees his face, walks away and forgets what he looks like. But he doesn't stop there. He said there's a blessed life for the one who is a hearer and a doer. He he says he says this, but the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom. And perseveres in it. It's not the one who forgets, who is a forgetful hearer, but a doer who works. And this person will be blessed in what he does. The chief priests had the word. But the word didn't have the chief priests. The scribes had the word. But the word didn't have the scribes. Can, Can I share something with you? You, 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 you don't just need to have intellect, knowledge, data, information, facts, records, numbers, files about God. You need to let that stuff have you. When you you have God's word, you'll walk different. You'll talk different. You'll love different. You'll give different. You'll share different. You'll say no different. You'll say yes different. When God's word has you and you have God's word, you'll be different. And I wish I could take a moment to testify and find some other people who would testify that ain't nothing else but God's word that got me through. I got some degrees on my wall. I got letters behind my name. I got college credits, I got high school diploma, I got education and education. I got a business, I got bank accounts, I got books, but none of that got me through. It was a word. It was a word, it was a word. Word from the Lord to help me not to lose my mind when my world came crashing down. And I'm, I'm glad that he's a man of his word. He keeps his promises. I wish you'd be honest on this Christmas morning and shame the devil and give God his rightful place if it had not been for the Lord. He's a man of his word. And if he promised to keep you, he sure enough will. He's a man. He's a man of his word. He's a man of his word. Oh, my time is running. Here, here, here. Woo! I gotta move, I'm not gonna listen to y'all. Here, here it is. <laughs> wise men, wise men have an answer, but they also have action. I, I, I told you earlier that sadly, there are people and I wouldn't even be mistaken to think that some people are in here, but it is what it is. Some people are like Herod, who only have their best interests at heart. They're only interested in what helps them. Here, here's how I know, because Herod secretly summons the wise men. <laughs> asks them, what time did the, the star appear? He, he, he sent them away after hearing this and says, go search carefully. Here, here's what's crazy, that Herod would say, search carefully, knowing that he wanted to basically kill the Savior. He says the word carefully, though. Carefully, <laughs> carefully really, it, it, it means it, it, to diligently, precisely, strictly. Search. He, he wants you to run it through like a fine tooth comb. Search for him. And though he has ill intent, God is still working on their behalf. Here, 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 here I, I got a simple, simple, really simple thing. My, my men, Sydney, growing up, we, we would sometimes or more than sometimes often lose the remote and we would run to whatever room my dad was in and we would say, Dad, we can't find the remote. And my dad would respond with the same thing every time. He said, did you look for it or did you search for it? Did, 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 did you look? Because looking has this, 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 this way of just gazing the room. But when you search stuff, you, you, you kind of flip stuff over and you uncover some stuff and, and 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 sometimes i wonder do we just look at the scriptures and say oh that's a nice message or do we search the scriptures because in them you find child of god can i help you out stop just looking at scriptures and search for yourself search and find him for he's waiting to reveal himself to you I got to move. I got to move. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Here we go. (laughs) Search and you shall find. He says, he says, he says, he says, search. Search carefully for the child. When you find him, report back to me so I too can go and worship him. Though Herod seems uh, to be interested in the king, he really isn't. Uncle Rick would say it like this: He's perpetrating a fraud. But I'm glad that the scriptures are true. That what the enemy meant for evil, God will and can turn it around. I, 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 can, can I just take a, a second? Can I see those who have witnessed the enemy meaning it for evil? But God turning it around. cannot get somebody who can testify that says if it had not been for God turning evil around, I wouldn't be standing here today, but I'm glad to testify that he turned it from me. Alright, all right. That wasn't Okay. <laughs> all right. Sit down, sit down. Okay. Yeah. You 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 and I can testify that that God is working it out for the good of his people. The wise men continue on their journey and, and watch this being led by a star. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could walk you through the specifics and, and the, the, the intentionality of God using the star. But, but this, one's, this one's for free. If, if you know nothing else, you need to know that God knows what he's doing all the time. He hides the star to make himself known in Jerusalem. They haven't gotten to Bethlehem yet. And, and in him hiding the star, Herod hears and is furious that there's another king. But God ain't scared of Herod. I know it's improper English. It's okay. He ain't scared. And, and, and here's the lesson just from, here, from this, just from a star being hidden. If he ain't scared, and you belong to him, what you scared of? <laughs> if, if he can send the wise men to Herod, the king who has power and, and armies to go and kill a savior and yet let it happen, but yet he still lives, yeah. what are you worried about? Yeah. What, what mountain are you facing today yeah. that, you, that, that seems un able to climb. What, what bridge are you facing today that, that seems uncrossable? Whatever it is, God ain't scared of it. And if I know the song to be true and God's word to be true, he got the whole world in his hand. And if I'm in his hand, he'll be taking care of me and I don't have to be afraid. Here it is. Let me rush to my last and final point. You've been patient with the preacher and so I'm, I'm glad. Thank you. Wise men have an agenda. They have an answer and action. But lastly, they have or they show appreciation. Wise men show appreciation. Verse 10 or verse 11, entering into the house, they saw the, the child with Mary, his mother, and falling to their knees, they did what they traveled all that way to do. They worshiped him. You, you missed it. When, when they got there, their agenda hadn't changed. They kept the main thing, the main thing. They kept their promises to God, even though they were facing adversity and they didn't even know it. But they worship him when they saw him. But they didn't just worship him with their lips. It says they opened and presented presents to him. Gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. G- gold, gold, and I'm, I promise I'm, I'm sitting down. Gold is currency, it's cash, it's money. It's moolah. I got, for, for, let me catch other people up. It's, it's the bag, it's the bag. They, they brought Jesus a bag. But, but, but not only did they bring him a bag, they, they brought him frankincense. Frankincense is a perfume. But, but it's not just any perfume, it's a perfume, it's a fragrance of royalty. They were acknowledging that the one in a feeding trough was royal. Uh, I got to move. The last one is, is myrrh. This one this one shouted me right at home. And, and and I had to wait till everybody was out the house yesterday to really, really give God my best praise. Because this one, this one, blessed. myrrh was used um, to roast the Passover lamb. It, it was also used for the dead body. Yeah, yeah. What 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 the wise men were acknowledging is, yes, you can have my money, Lord, you can you can take it. It all belongs to you anyway. So here's here's what sometimes I value more than everything else. I will give you my money. But then he say, I'll give you I'll give you I'll, I'll display that you're royal. I'll, I'll I'll give you frankincense. But then I'll give you some myrrh because I realize that you're only born to die. And if you don't know that you benefit from the one born to die, you are sadly mistaken. They give Jesus what his agenda was. (laughs) They they give Jesus their best. They give God their best. There, there, There is a reverence and an awe for the true king. This is the second king they've come across, though. But notice the difference of how they treat Herod and how they treat Jesus. They didn't give Herod gold. They didn't give Herod frankincense. They didn't give Herod myrrh. They just gave Herod their time to find out where I can give my gifts to the true king. Here's what I want to leave you with. Do we give the same attention, excitement to God that we give to everything else? or is there a reserve for my God is is there a reserve praise and adoration for the one who gave his very life does he get what everybody else get or is there something i can give him that my life is his the, the lessons of these wise men are good they're good examples But I can't end my sermon off with the insignificant human beings who are only but pawns in the master's hands. For we know that the wisdom they obtain flows from the all-knowing God, who who displays all of these things in a higher and a holier way. For we see that the one who is in a feeding trough has motives first. God is the ultimate one who, who had an agenda. His agenda was to establish or was established before time began. And though we messed up, God still had a plan in mind. So, so much so that he would send one to reconcile all things to himself. He would send Jesus who also would make his agenda known. When he says in in John chapter 6 verse 38, he says, For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but to do the will of him who sent me. Jesus also has an answer, and action for his people. On multiple occasions, he had a word for the multitude but didn't stop there, he healed the sick. He raised the dead, he caused the lame to walk. But all the while, doing what he did, he gave thanks to his father. Did, did, did you see it? He, he had an agenda. He, he gave answers to some knucklehead people like us. And, and, and he showed appreciation to the, the power that was in him, but yet still relied on his heavenly father. He showed appreciation when he, right before he fed the 4,000. And he, then, he, then he, he showed appreciation right before he fed the 5,000. He, he, he showed appreciation and thanks to God right before he raised Lazarus from the dead. He he showed appreciation before breaking bread and sharing the wine at the last supper. He, he 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 also humbled himself. He humbled himself to do the will of the Father. He he also had an answer for again these knucklehead people who continue to ask the same thing over and over again. But but here it is. He also humbled himself to the point of death. What, what, what is your excuse knowing that you, good and well, are a beneficiary of God's love? I wish I had There's a few people who'll be honest that I benefit from the sacrifice of the Savior. And I'm glad today that he was born to die because if he didn't die, it would take us an eternity to pay for our sin debt. But I wish there was somebody in here who can celebrate Jesus on the day that we we mark to celebrate the birth, who can testify that if it had not been for Jesus, giving his very life for me, if it had not been for Jesus, I'm gonna pull it, I, 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 I would be lost, Like a ship without a sail. If it had not been for Jesus. I don't know what I would do. But I'm glad today to say I'll give my money. I'll give my frankincense and myrrh. Because he gave it all for me. One dark Friday. I said one dark Friday. He got up on the cross. And he, on that cross, he gave words of encouragement that you and I can hold on to. That one day we'll be with him in paradise. They laid him in a borrowed tomb. And he stayed there all night. Friday. I wish I had a church. He stayed there all day Saturday. While they ate lunch, he stayed there all day Saturday evening and dinner came around and he still stayed there. But I'm so glad that early, early Sunday morning, I wish I had a church early Sunday morning. He got up, he got up with all power in his hand. You should be glad that the savior of the world had an agenda just to die. He had an agenda just to die. And his agenda includes saving the world. But there takes some action on your part. (laughs) He says come. For those of us who have come We celebrate. I don't want to mistake it. You you might have come here and you might say, I just wanted to come to church on Christmas. It's a good thing to do. My parents raised me to do it. I say, man, that's, that's, that's secondary. Come and trust Jesus. For he gives everything that you need in life and godliness. He died on the cross to save you. So I don't want to pass up this opportunity. If there's one who wants to trust the Savior for life and life abundantly, would you just raise your hand? Raise your hand. We want to know who you are. We want to know who you are. The Bible says, harden not your heart. Give him your life today. Is there one? We thank God. Father, we thank you and we bless you for taking such good care of us, even in giving your son Jesus to die. Taking the humble route, giving his very life. Thank you. Thank you that it's not just reserved that we can give thanks on, on Christmas where we reserve the day. We can give your name thanks every day of our lives. What a beautiful thing to know that we have access to a God who hears us, who answers us, who acts on our behalf. Thank you. Thank you that your mission and your plan doesn't stop or didn't stop when you sent Jesus. But one day you'll you're going to say son it's time to go back. You're not going to come he's not gonna, Jesus is not going to come the same way he came as a lowly meek humble lamb. But he's going to come back like a mighty warrior to restore to change to challenge. So Father I pray that we would live in light that you are coming again help us to live in this way our god we pray it's in jesus name i pray and every glad heart said amen
0: hello this is dr eric mason founder of passive epiphany fellowship thank you for tuning in today hopefully the word of god was a blessing to you also